Hello, and welcome to episode 82 of the Say Anything cast. I think I just blew up everybody's mic because I didn't realize my mouth was that close to the or headphones, whatever. That's right, and you said it wrong. In I, your eyes cast. In your eyes in cast. In your eyes cast. Whatever. So close. So close. Do you want to do it again? No. Okay. No. Sam Spangler, Brandon Nichols. How you doing, Sam? Doing well. Doing well? Yeah. You enjoy the... 80 some degree weather it felt like uh, we had today do you see what i'm in shorts yeah shorts and, well and I'm, i would say so am I, but i'm wore, always in the shorts. yeah almost wore sandals i talked with my friends today about how i kind of appreciate that like now granted i don't look like a chump but i'm like it's nice that our culture debatable you know, true it's nice that we got into a place in our culture where you can kind of dress however you want because if you're a slob it could be a style i mean like i'm, a, I'm the slob true. style true. and it's like i could just go out i could it's go called out the stoner hair. style i'm pretty sure no nah, it's that you that was a style but now it's like you know you're it's like all, the, all these celebrities and people that are like real well known. It's like they really are trying to look the worst they can, but still look good. And so I'm just <laughs> like, I can go out and look as bad as I want because these people are like wrapping this look. Strive to look for as bad as you want. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's kind of nice in a way because I feel like eh, I'm doing all right. Well, you know that in today's world, that's all you can ask for. Exactly. I'm doing all right. Right. So, um. You want to just get into this? Let's get into this. You, you playing with my son's fuzzy ball? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> not in that, not the way you stated it there. But um, it was on the table, so I had to take a look at it. Sam, it's been in your face. So you, hold you didn't reply to my message the other day. I don't think I like it. Okay. I don't think I like Sam. it. I actually brought it up with my wife, too. Like, let's just, let's just kick it out there, because we had... Brandon kicked around a, a different name for the what started as the what are you playing because yeah. we, it's multiple forms of entertainment and I said what's your poison yeah but I told that to said that to Emily she's like well, what was it called now I told her I said what did Brandon propose she's like I think of that more of like a drink or your treat or yeah. something like that and I was like not saying that I'll I'm be not your oh. tall glass of water <laughs> yeah and I'm okay with that too and you know the thing is is I'm not opposed to its name changing but not to that okay so. Sam. What's in your face? So Splunky, Splunky Two has still you, been in there. That's, you've dove, that's, you've dove right into that, haven't that's you? That's my Elden Ring right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you know, <laughs> it's kind of a two D Elden Ring. Where you yeah. never know what to expect, and you can die at you like, die a the drop of a hat. And a lot of times, still, it's like well, that was that was my fault. That was I decided that I wanted to take that jump a little too soon, and the game made me pay for it. Before we get any further, I want to tell a quick story about Elden Ring. Okay. It was funny. So my son's 15th birthday party, it wasn't really a party. We let him pick a couple friends to come over. And of the three friends he invited over to stay the night. You know but, what I think I've heard that's called? What? Birthday party. Not, but it really wasn't like a party. They what classifies a party? Well, like, I feel like a, par a birthday party is like. Uh, you can have a party. I'm having a party right now with you. Yeah, party Just two. hanging out down here. Yeah. Party of two. You know what? That's what I have claimed. I was like, here's the thing is if you have just like one person show up to an event. Yeah, but if you do, if, if before you left here, you went, Emily, I'm going to go have a party go to a party at Brandon's house. Yeah. She probably would be like, why aren't I going? Why wasn't I invited? And it's like, and then had you gone, it's a party of two. She might have been like, whatever, Sam. I got to say, she would, <laughs> she would understand me. She already knows how ridiculous I am. So. Anyways, Dave comes over. To celebrate, even though he literally spent no time with the, the boys that were down here and the entire time upstairs with us. But he wanted to play Elden Ring on the PS5. And he just, he's one of those people that's like, there's a couple people that in the surrounding area when you first emerge that are way overpowered and you shouldn't even bother. Run away. That's always what I tell people when they play a Souls game. If you think you can beat him, try it. If the first time you fail, know that you should run away. Sound advice. It's from just, what I've heard. From it's just any Souls game. Dave doesn't work that way. And then there's, there's a guy that when you first emerge from the the graveyard castle thing, who's there that just and he's kind of just a smug guy. Then he's just there. You can walk up and talk to him, and he's like holding a bouquet of flowers casually in his hand, and he just he's a very smart Alec, and Dave was like. You know, you could attack this guy. I'm like, but why? He died five times in a row trying to kill this guy. And he, this dude whooped him with his bouquet of flowers. <laughs> and yeah. he would just see something. And then there was one section where he goes and a dragon drops in. And he's like, I can take him. I went, no, Dave, you just started this game. Don't. And he's like, but I think I can take him. 
I'm like, See, that doesn't surprise me about Dave. No, it, it doesn't. Knowing the little bit about Dave, I do. But he kept, he kept person. purposely going around to the biggest people he could find. <laughs> Just starting the game. There's no leveling, no nothing. He's like, I swear I can take him. And I'm like, Dear Lord, please and he failed. hope he never goes so, to prison. That you, would be you know? a bad situation for him. Yeah. I can take this guy. Dude, no. No, no, you can't. Y- you don't want to. Well, and you know, here's the thing about like, you know, Souls games is they just like to kick you when you're down. And yeah. you know, I the little bit of ones that I have played, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. All right, so your Souls game, Spelunky. Yeah, Spelunky 2, and actually this game called FTL that I just showed you on the iPad that came out quite a while ago, but it's a little, um, basically you're on a spaceship, your goal is to get, um, there's a a rebel alliance or federation, I can't remember, chasing you, and your goal is to get this information to the end of the map and say, hey, here's information about this, and then take on the, the headship. And while you're going there, it's kind of a top-down view of your ship. And you have, um, to start with, you have usually three members of your team. Um, And as you're going along, you know, you just jump to different points. And as you're jumping different points, you can encounter different things that are uh, either ships or shops or random events and things like that. And you have to decide how you're going to interact with it. And you upgrade your ship as you go. And um, it's pretty simple, but it can be very, like, just crushing like it just i have it on the easiest difficulty and it still took me like and i've i've played it before when i had an ipad and beat it like i beat like it with a couple of different ships um and i started it over because i was like oh yeah i forgot i bought this i'm gonna just download it because it's fun and then i got sucked back in and it took me again like 10 or 15 tries to like beat it again and there will be times where you just have a bad run because it's like randomly generated and i'm just like i'm just screwed I just messed up. And every run's different. Yeah, every run's pretty much different. Yeah, it's randomly generated. generated. You can't... There are things that happen that are very similar to what you've probably experienced before as you've gone through um, that you're like, oh, this is probably, you know, this type of ship or this is... This event's probably going to occur this way. Um, But it's varied enough that it's kind of exciting because you're like, I don't know what type of stuff I'm going to find in the shop or if somebody randomly is going to, like, join my crew and then I have another guy with me and you can upgrade your ship to it in different ways that you're like, I'm going to try a run where I just use drones instead of, like, actual the ship's cannons and everything. It's just, it's kind of nice, kind of fun. Really enjoy it. And then Emily and I also finished um, the second season of The Great, which is on Hulu, which is excellent. It's a fictional kind of telling of Catherine's the Great uh, Rise in Russia. Oh, right, 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 right. I think yeah. Monica watched that. Yeah, it's fantastic. It, it, well, probably one of our favorite shows that we've watched together. Elle Fanning um, is the lead female uh, actress. And do you guys watch the Netflix show about um, The Crown? Emily does. Emily em, does. I've watched a couple of it. I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. It's fine. I just I didn't get as engrossed with it. And, um, and then the guy that plays Beast in the new X-Men movies is the lead male in it oh, okay but it's just fun like it's yeah. just kind of fun it's humorous it's comedic there are some sad dark moments in it um that i think make it feel like hey there's stakes here uh but we really liked it and it's been renewed for a third season so we're excited about that have you since it segues into mine a little bit have you watched any more of Maisel? no just that one episode still we, we kind of wanted to finish like the great because we like sat on like episode six for the longest time of season two. And it was like, okay, let's like sit down and purposely like watch this and get through it. Uh, and we did. And now we're going to move on to Miss Maisel and start that up. So, Oh, oh sorry. No, go and ahead. one other, uh, raised by wolves. I, uh, I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast. Sounds familiar. It's on HBO max. Um, it is based in Ridley Scott's alien universe. It is not involving aliens, but it's involving, um, it's in the second season, so I finished the first season. It's involving droids who get basically sent to a inhabitable-type planet with a bunch of different embryos, and then they're raising these children kind of as their own as um, there's two warring factions. I think that, you talked about it a yeah, couple episodes the ago. the atheist and the, the kind of like the Christian-type group. Those are kind of like the warring factions. Um, and it is the exact type of weird... That I love it is I, I know you all know exactly what you yeah, mean by it's that so good it is it does things that I'm just like I don't even this doesn't even make sense like but it also is so far 
based in the future of things that actually exist that I'm like, sure, sure. I'm, I'm right. I'm willing to go along with this. Just whatever. And I just, I, I don't know how people write this. I'm like, they've got to get high on like drugs and like write this stuff. Dude, it's like that with a lot of things where I'm going, I don't, there are a lot of shows where I just like, I don't, I don't understand how you got to the, like even in video games. Oh yeah. Like who, cause there's even playing horizon lately. There was like, there was something that happened and I was like, that was clever. Who the hell thought of that? Yeah. Like, you know, who just comes up with this stuff. Right? right. Right. And it's just, it is, is amazing how talented people are. And I'm, I just, I love it. Like anytime there's a new episode, which I think it drops on Thursday. I'm just like, Oh man. I was like, I cannot wait to watch it. Cause it's just going to have a new type of weird. And the people that play the Android characters are just like perfect. Is it, so is it animatronic or no? I mean, they're like, like they're people, people like they're actually human. Oh, so they, they just, look. so they are, they just, they are, you know, they basically state we are androids, you know, type people. Um, and they just play it to what place where you're like, yeah, there, there's not the whole like range of emotion there. Right. Like they kind of like seem programmed to be like, this is the way I'm supposed to it's deliver. It's like Kristen this. Stewart. Sorry. <laughs> sure. Sure. Kristen Stewart. Uh, and I'm, it, but it's just like, it's just amazing. I just, I love it. It's not everybody's bag. I mean, I've watched it and Emma's kind of come in and she's like, what is this? And I'll, she'll be looking at it and she's like, eh. and I'm like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a show for me. It's, it's my show. It, yeah. And it's just, I, it's incredible. Um, well, you, in my opinion, for whatever that's worth for you, um, Mrs. Maisel's gotten better than mm-hmm. the first episode. Well, and I didn't so, mind the first episode. Emily was the one that was well, I, I'm, but I've read a lot of people that felt like the first episode was eh, but, oh. but it has gotten, there's a lot going on this season. Yeah. And so, because it's her life since what happened. Yeah. And so there's just a lot happening. Yeah. Um, Kind of like compared to other um, first episodes of her seasons. Yes, like like you, like of, you had brought up. Yeah. So, okay. um, but we're enjoying it. Um, it's it's one of those is officially become like a, okay, Maisel drops on Friday. We have that to look forward cool. to. There's a show that Monica and I really liked that came out. I think like a year before the pandemic, or the, two years before the pandemic, and it was supposed to start back up when the pandemic started, and then the pandemic. And so they hadn't like there's been no information. So we didn't think they were gonna bring it back, but Monica was like, Hey, remember that show uploaded on Amazon that we watched? And I was like, Yeah, she's like, the new season comes out in a couple weeks. And I was like, Sweet. So have you heard of this show? No, I've never heard of it. Okay, so it's on Amazon Prime. Basically, this guy dies and his family has his conscious uploaded because it's in a world where nobody really dies and they found a way to upload your conscious to the cloud. And you live in nursing homes in the cloud, and you have, but your your family has to pay for and maintain the services that you have accessible to you. And so, like, there's levels of people that just live in like what would considered a loft apartment and shitty conditions in the ghetto, in their subconscious or, or their conscious in a thing. And then there's people that have huge mansions that have everything catered for them, and but it's. It's just, it's a very funny show. I would suggest watching the first couple episodes. Yeah. There's very, very much a, what is happening mm-hmm. to the first couple episodes? And then once you get through it, it's, the, it's got some good writing in it. Yeah. So, Do you guys have a Apple TV? We do. Have you heard of the show called Severance? We have heard of it, and we have talked about starting it. Okay. I just, I was reading a news story and they talked about severance, I guess, winning all these awards and um, accolades. They're kind of like, oh man, it's how it is like this amazing show. So I watched the first episode, but fell asleep uh, during it. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be my thing, but I need to give it another try because I was watching it when I was tired and that was never a fair, fair it's, shake. It's hard when you, the first episode of new shows, you're like, okay, it's going to take a couple episodes. I got to, you know, and if you're not, I don't think if you're in the headspace to sit and prepare to watch something new, it, it could be a struggle to exactly stay awake, apparently. Yeah. And you, um, you know what drops this month? End of the month. The Halo show. Wow, really? Yeah, For March 20, I didn't think it was March 24th. May. Nope. March 24th. The Halo show comes out. So fingers, it, fingers it, crossed. It, that it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's already been renewed for a second season. Well, yeah. See, But here's the People. thing. Is that because 
Do you think they piggyback that off of the success of Halo Infinite when it first was released? No idea. It's it's hard because you know you have a billion dollar franchise. Yeah. And you're like, it'll be good. Just renew it for a second season. Well, and I've heard other takes is that, you know, when you have right now, content is king. That's the thing. All you right. need content. And it's on Paramount Plus. There's all these streaming services. So they some people have, you know, theorized that it's not so much that it was that good, but that it's just kind of like they just need content. Yeah, they, they just need to fill need content to fill and this content. is what they have. So that's that's what's gonna be coming. I am hopeful that it's gonna be good. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I and and I saw that you get to, you get to see Master Chief's face. Yeah, they made a big deal of that. Yeah, I hope it's. I hope for the sake of my love of the first part of the series that it's good. Yeah, and that they you know it yeah. pulls off. And well, and I guess it's not following canon either, which is kind of like oh, I don't know how I feel about that exactly. But at the same time, I'm like maybe that's kind of nice because then I'm not really sure it'll be new. Any preconceived notions of what you expect and want and. I don't know. No. Like, that's kind of the thing is I'm just kind of like, I hope they tell a good story, something that if they are not following canon, I hope it's something that um, keeps you engaged and kind of excited. And in all honesty, if it was like, let's just say it's similar to the first season of Mandalorian, something oh, like okay. that, I'd be like, cool. Where there were some I episodes think, that were like, meh. I think that's but. a good plateau to shoot for. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, let's just, you know, Mandal- Mandalorian wasn't great. Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah. And it was different. And yeah, let's have go your for it. have your first episode like be all like gung ho of like, man, I I'm on board. This is fantastic. I'm gonna watch this. There's enough character here that I'm like, I like it. Yeah. And uh, it might be a little bit tougher because where even though you don't see the the Mandalorian's face in the Mandalorian, um, I feel like you do at one point. Right, you do. But I mean, In initially, general, initially right. when you first start seeing it, if somehow. He is able to emote still enough, and they're like they're able to get across his humanity. Whereas, like knowing some of like John's story, he's a little bit more like programmed. I do this. This yeah. is what I do, and there's a little bit less humanity to him. Even and you don't see his face. You know, typically in the games and the books and stuff. Well, not in the books, sorry, in the games. Right. Um. So I'm kind of like, well, I hope they can bring this across somehow, like they did in the Mandalorian. So I hope the first episodes. Good enough, get me excited, and then as it goes along, yeah, if it kind of like follows that C level, I'll be like, okay, I'm okay with this. Cool. Um, so other than Miss Maisel, I've really haven't done anything other than play Horizon. Yeah. Um, I just had Austin look it up. I'm at 62 hours on Horizon, um, and I'm probably I'm over halfway through, but it's that I keep going back to do other things to get collectibles. Your map or, didn't look very. Uh, discovered either well when like you look all that when, much did you the one earlier yeah the one that i just saw it seems like you need, still you need to take another bit. look there okay. are sections um i'm actually there's a whole so like Do you yeah, get all the tall necks there's one left okay no i'm sorry there's two left one of them i can't get until i advanced well i guess the last two i can't get until i advanced to where i'm getting ready to in the in the game um because i googled there's one that's way completely to the west side of the map and i'm like I tried getting to it yesterday and it won't let me. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then I immediately did something and I'm like, okay, I can't go that way until I advance in the story. Gotcha. And they, have, they, and they play it off very well as to why you can't, it's not just a, you can't go here. There's a yeah. wall. Yeah, right. There's an imaginary wall. Um, but it was basically, there's a, they, I, I felt like there was an imaginary wall and then through exposition of other stuff, I went, Oh yeah, that's clever writing. Okay. That works. They're like, you don't want to go over there, bro. Well, it's more of so. I see. I don't. I can't give spoilers. No, you don't want to do that. Um, there's a, It's rough water that can't be navigated by swimming. Oh, okay. To get to this part of the map, I'll Fair just enough. say that. Um, oh man, have you met a shark yet? Robot shark. Yes. Oof. No, which no is, like. Which no is like. funny because I was talking to my was coworker. In the dark? No, luckily oh, it was still daytime goodness. out. But but when you get underwater, yeah, you can't defend yourself. There's no. You have no combat underwater but they have stealth options for you for while you're swimming but um i was talking to a co-worker about the underwater parts and she goes there's no sharks are there and i was like there are and she's like nope (laughs) nope that's not i'm done i'm done that's exactly how i feel Um, like like that uh the subnautica game like i played a little bit which is (laughs) and i got to like a part where i'm like okay i gotta find this thing and i'm like 
It's getting dark. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because she goes, I can't do Subnautica. I hate that game. I just, it's not. <laughs> but it's so good from it, what everybody it says. Is. They're like, Austin, especially the Austin loves one. Subnautica. Yeah. So, but, oh, um, like, man. But I, anyway, so it I. just gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> so I need to get these two, two long necks left. So, and I'll, and I'll show you, because really, other than the far left side and a couple small pockets, the map is fully unveiled okay um i just purposely get to a point where i feel like i don't want to go too far into the story because i'm gonna do all this other shit which is natural for me for playing these type of Mm -hmm. games so but i'm i haven't gotten bored with it yet and i i haven't raged um i did have my first like real bad game breaking not like to permanently game breaking but i was in the middle of a fight with a thunder jaw and aloy got stuck in a surfing pose was she were you still able to move her i barely oh and i was like i was like please kill me because this is this i would rather die and be respawned in this general area than turn the game off and have to start back two steps and so i just kept finding myself and like i'd be stuck in this and then like something would happen and the animation would turn and make a move and I'd be stuck back in this like surfing mode, and I was like, "Hey, she's just posing. Okay. She's just flexing on it." But other than the stuff I talked about before, that's the only issue I've had. Okay. So I was like, "That's not bad." Okay. Um, and they they released a patch today that fixed some things, which is funny because there were things the game wasn't acknowledging that I even wondered. I'm like, "Well, I know I've beaten this encampment. Why is it still this color and not this color?" Or like, it was just random things in my own head. Like, it didn't really matter. And there were machines I scanned that while the game's glossary acknowledged that I had scanned it, it never explained. Like, because there's two, there's almost at minimal two versions of every machine. There's the basic machine, and then there's the Apex version of that machine. And the first time I scanned an Apex version, I was like, what the, was an Apex version? And I went into the glossary and looked and was like, whatever. So it had an update today. When I was at home at lunch, I, I opened it to do a couple things. And it was the first time I'd opened it after the update. And I'm I'm out just doing things and I just keep getting little pop-ups. Mm. Hey, you just and one of them was you just scanned an Apex Predator. And I went, No, I didn't. And then it kind of gives a pop-up of what I what it is and why. Yeah. No, and it's I'm good like they're fixing things. And so I'm like, okay, it's catching up. Yeah. Like they fixed some of this stuff. But um still enjoying the game. Um I hopped into Elden Ring a little bit. My problem is um, because I'm so entrenched in Horizon, the control scheme was different, and I kept messing up. And I'm like, "Yeah, you, sometimes you got to just like, I'm going to dedicate to finishing this game and, that's, and move on." And that's exactly what I did. I'm like, "Okay, so we need to do. I, I just need to finish Horizon before I really delve into Elden Ring, because I can't jump between the two control schemes of a third person action adventure game, and it's it was screwing with me." I feel you. <laughs> um. And then uh, we started the next season of our Madden League and Madden 22 with these sliders that are supposed to make it way more simulation. And it's rough because I think all but one person lost their first game of the season oh, man. against the computer. Who won? Uh, Brent. Oh, okay. Um, and then I played Justin the first week. And I will say this, is we've for some reason we decided to set the quarter lengths to eight minutes. By the first half, we had scored a combined like 65 points. Oh my gosh. Um, and we were staying what? with each other. Yeah. And it was like, okay, this is, that's going to have the, all the PVP games are going to be like, yeah. no defense, all offense. <laughs> but um, the, the hard part for me is, especially when playing Justin and Brent and Zach, is because of their play style, the cheese factor. Yeah. <sighs> Your words, not mine. Um, <laughs> That's what I've heard. The um, the second I get more than one touchdown behind, it's gone. The game's over. And, like, even Justin goes, there's, like, a whole quarter left. I'm like, bud, you, you're officially yeah. a touchdown too far ahead of me. I can stay, If I stay with you the whole way through, yeah. I have a chance at the end. If you just get one, one <clears throat> and I threw a pick. It was late in the third quarter, and I went, there it is. Are you enjoying it? Enjoying the league? Um, for the other aspects of it. Yeah, I like. I like community. When you're talking with that, your friends. That's mainly. That's mainly what yeah. I'm enjoying the that's, most out of it. That's the thing is, I think it had got like for me. I was just like, I'm enjoying like the community a little bit, but like 
you know, you saw some of the games that I played where it's like 80 to two and I'd be like, I'm not really, I'm not even really having fun now. And you're still like demolishing me. So like, (laughs) what's the point? Like, I just can't do it. Yeah. But for all the other aspects and it being football and it's fun. Um, I'm also relocating the Tennessee Titans to either Portland or to Dublin. I'm leaning more towards Dublin just because I think it'd be cool to have a team that's not in the country. Yeah, that'd be just a fun. fun little aspect. Hopefully, they change the accents. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be that would be very funny. Fifty um, percent of the Horizon Forbidden West sales was digital. That's good. Um, between Game Pass and whatever it is, PlayStation's doing to try to counter Game Pass. Did you see there was a little release of like their tier? Was thing? No, nothing was officially released. Oh. So there's some tiered things, and I've read some of the stuff. Yeah. And my initial impression is like. Okay, I get it, mm. but I need I, I, I need to hear it from Sony. Okay, but, yeah, I that's, just I don't know even know where I saw it. I just saw here's like a little possibility, <laughs> right. and I was like, okay, yeah, like it yeah. seemed, eh, you know, yeah, it's and and from what and everything I know about Sony's not trying to compete with Game Pass per se as they're trying to improve the value of PlayStation Now. Yes, is that's the kind of the way I read it. Um. So, sorry, what I was going to say is whatever they're doing with PlayStation Now in the future and what they're currently doing, Game Pass, digital sales of, I mean, one of the biggest games coming out this year being 50% digital. Do you believe we are starting to finally hit that turn where more people are going digital? I think so. I think uh, that more Because there's always been that argument. And I think, I feel like... I just don't know that we're ever fully going to go away from having to have some type of physical media. I don't think we will, and I don't think we should. Yeah. But especially, the, you know, I think everybody's biggest fear is that they can take it away at any time. You know what I mean? Um, but other than that, I, I kind of get it. The, my oh, yeah. my, my major problem with that is <laughs> there's this notion in your head like, okay, if I'm just going to keep doing digital, lower the price of the game. You're not you're not paying for distribution. You're not paying for the disc. You're not paying for the manufacturing. You know what I mean? If you're going to push it as much as as because everybody's pushing it, mm-hmm. yeah, the, make it feel like it's actually worth the value of doing it digitally. I guess I would have to know how. Like, have they decreased their physical release? Then you know what I mean? Because right, like, the I amount don't, of physical. right exactly because if they have the same amount, well, I guess of course it's it's going to have to stay the same price. But if they at some point are say okay. We're actually releasing 30% less physical, you know, retail, you know, options for our game. Okay, then maybe it needs to, that conversation needs to be had of like, okay, if you're releasing 30% less, pass it on to the customer, which they probably won't. They'll, uh, just, you know. <laughs> Never pass lose. it on to the customer. Which, you know, even to like <coughs> developer, you know, in the team, I'm like, pass it on to them of like the profits, but hopefully it doesn't go in like the upper level pockets, right. which probably will. Good segue, Sam. Um, you. you probably did that on purpose. Bandai Namco said today that they are going to increase the average monthly salary by 50,000 yen, which translates to about $435 a month, to all of their Japanese, um, I don't know, necessarily developers, but they're And these employees. are the From Software people, right? No, it's Bandai Namco. It's not From Software. Because okay. they're the developer. Um, Bandai Namco is the... It's like EA and Respawn. But like somebody that's underneath them. Yeah. Okay. But but not underneath FromSoft. Right. No, no. Bandai Namco, then un- Bandai, FromSoft was underneath Bandai Nam- no, Namco. They don't, no, they're not. No, they're, they're two, independent? two separate companies. Okay. That's why there's that. a lot of rumors right now of so them because other than um, Elden Ring, mm-hmm. a majority of the stuff they've made have been exclusive to PlayStation. It's actually not true. A lot of the stuff, ha- there's like Xbox One and Xbox 360 games that have been gone to Xbox alone. I was actually just reminded of that because I saw... Biggest games. Let's go with their biggest games. There were big games that released them, but that's, I was going to say, that is not a true statement because okay. they've actually released like six to eight games just on Xbox. Okay. Their biggest games being the Souls games and Bloodborne. Well, and, and not only that, the Souls and Bloodborne. So that was like three games because they only had Demon right. Souls and then Bloodborne. Dark Souls. Dark Souls is on Xbox. 
it was, that was a that was a like cross. Anyways, there's rumors yeah. that PlayStation might buy them. Just trying to get our facts straight here. No, that's fine. Yeah. I, I you say this is all they release on. Oh, that's I'm, not true. The from software games that I'm aware of are the Souls games yeah. and Bloodborne and Sekiro. Yeah, which that one. That was, one's there. You go. That Sekiro. One, Sekiro. Sekiro. However is, you want to uh, say. PlayStation. That wasn't on Xbox. I don't think so. Because it won Game of the Year last year. Uh, well, now you have me down myself on that one. Anyways, there's rumors that Sony might buy FromSoft. My thing is, I think that because... Okay, that was on Xbox. I think because of Elden Ring alone, it might have made them not want or be in a position to be bought. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like stay. It's kind of like a Capcom when Monster Hunter, the open world one, released, yeah, 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 yeah. and went bananas. Because people were kind of saying the same thing as that, like... Capcom kind of was in a place of like well, possibly being. They're still in a place. They are. To be. <laughs> they, they kind of already always are in that area. But like they were like, if this doesn't hit, we may be looking for somebody to kind of come in and pick us up. But right. then after Monster World, Monster Hunter Monster World, Hunter World. Uh, blew up. Yeah, it kind of stayed that off for a little bit. Now, yeah. granted, yes, are they back? Yeah, because I mean, people are always going to need you know funding right. and all that type of stuff. Um, but. Yeah, I could see Elden Ring kind of pushing that and saying like, well, you know, we're, we're doing okay. I mean, it's just like the same way like people talk about 2K all the time, but it's like once a GTA hits, it's like, well, you guys are good for a bit. <laughs> right? Like You're good for a, a good long bit. Especially when you promote it for 12 years and exactly. don't make anything new. Exactly. And so, milk the shit and out of that cow. That number, you know, and as far as, you know, people have been talking about all these purchases and everything right now, uh, the prices are surely inflated oh, to... Yeah crazy amounts at this point where it's like if you want to come and buy us the price is not going to be like what is listed on the this is what we're worth it's going to be like this is how much we want right yeah you yeah know? and 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 if anybody box at it you're like look at elden ring exactly you know yeah, look, look at this look, let's yeah. look at our last three three releases yeah. elden ring which will more than likely win game of the year this year yeah um, i am yeah i'm I, I, I don't know any game. Breath of the Wild 2. Well, maybe. 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 I mean, um, it'd be, I don't know. It could. But I my, think my thought process was, first of all, I'm still standing by the statement that Ragnarok will not release this year. I will not. I'm not budging from that one bit. Oh, okay. And I even feel like if they do release it this year and force it to release this year, <clears throat> it's not going to be that good. I think they need to take as much time as possible, even if it's early next year to release it. That's just my opinion. Ragnarok would have to literally be, I think the greatest video game ever made for it to top Elden Ring this year. Like that's just, in my opinion, the the whole, I think the hard thing a little bit, I mean, you do say that and I'm not disagreeing with it and I haven't played it. So at the same time, but I do feel like they, there's definitely a crowd of people that like love the souls game so much. And I feel like, those are the people that got these reviews. There right. was probably not as many brand new people reviewing these games because it's like, who do you want reviewing a game, like a racing game or a sports right. game? You don't want to give those type of games to like the person that plays your Mario games. and like, I love Mario games. Give them like a 2K basketball game. But you can always tell sense. when a publication does that. You can always tell when a publication does that. There's that? always like gives like... All right, you're going to review this game, yeah. and there's like you look at the review scores, and there's always like two or three where you go, "Why does it feel like these three people didn't play the same game?" Yeah, probably because those three people don't normally right. like and or play this type of game. But I think Elden Ring was so hyped up too. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that the people, most of the people that got this to review, probably like the Soul stuff, so they were like, right, enamored. You, you by also the open you world. also have the George R. R. Martin effect. Because that's the other like huge aspect is the minute they announced his name was attached to it, they just went bananas, blew up in the hype, and everybody was just like, yeah. "Show it to me." I loved our friend's comment. So he can write something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as someone like, who's active, as someone who's actively trying to write a book, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't envy it's, him one bit. Tangent. Did you see Brandon Sanderson's like? Fuck Brandon Sanderson. I want to go on a rant okay. here. Sorry for the interruption. Future Brandon here. Uh, I was a little misinformed as I went on my Brandon Sanderson tirade. Uh, it's actually worse than what I said. But I'm going to let this play out so you can hear what I originally said in my entirety because I'm not going to be one of those people. Uh, and then I'm going to break in one more time to modify my rant and uh, 
give a little bit better clarification, but I want you to hear my idiocy, idios, idiosity. Anyways, I don't want to take, I don't want to take that pleasure away from anybody. So is your Brandon Sanders. Let me, let me, let me finish my thought before you go on your rant. Did you see a thing where he posted like about a Kickstarter about releasing a book yeah, quarterly? The whole, yes, it looked beautiful by the way, okay. the, the series. I just saw, I saw that and I was like, I think this is the book series Brandon had me read was the Brandon Sanderson series with like the name of the wind or is that somebody that's else? That's somebody else. Oh, okay. Brain, this, the Brandon Sanderson series, is that something different? Completely. Oh, okay. All right. But, well, then I'm way out of my league, but so, I just saw that. And well, thought well, tang- right. I'm going to tangent. All right. I'm going to just step and, back and I mean the this, I mean this with the utmost love because I love Brandon Sanderson's books. I do. I really do. And most of this comes from, as I said, someone who's purposely trying to write a book. Fuck Brandon Sanders. So you saw the YouTube video he released? You know, he's never going to come on our show. Uh, you, you know what? You actually, okay actually, that? I bet he would. Okay. Because, all right. Turn this back around. Because, I don't know anything about him. So you don't know anything about the YouTube video that he, he released on all over the internet yesterday or today. So the video of, is of him sitting there looking kind of somber. And it says, um, by the way, <laughs> look up Brandon Sanderson books. Read them. They're great. You'll enjoy them. He, he does. He does YA um, high fantasy. Uh, if you know what the wheel of time is right now, which is also a show out on Amazon, he, um, Robert Jordan wrote 80, Robert Jordan outlined and wrote the entire series, but only released like 80% of it. The last like four books, I think in the series, um, Brandon Sanderson worked with his estate and all of his notes and finished the series. And from everybody that I know that's read the entire series, they're like, what? Yeah, he died. Robert, yeah, sorry, Robert Jordan died. Um, from everybody I know who read the entire series, he did a great job of just continuing the theme, the feel, which is hard, I think, as a writer, like if you, especially if you have your own type of style, to jump in and just take somebody else's style and go with it. Um, so go read his shit. Anyways, so he's sitting there looking all somber, and the thing is, I've been lying to you. That's what the thing is. And so he comes on and he's all, I need to say this is an apology. I've been lying to all of you. Um, I don't feel good about lying to all of you. I should also point out Brandon Sanderson, I think is probably one of the few authors who treats writing like a job eight hours a day, every day he writes like that's his job. And he, he made it, he made it big by self publishing his books and then, blew up from that and got a, a you know a deal and has released so many novels since then um but like literally he just sits there and writes all day you know that that's his job um it's there's a funny a hilarious story i don't remember what the rapper's name is but he's talking about how eminem treats rapping like a job and he's like he showed up at the studio one day to record with M, and it was like 6 p.m and he wasn't there, and he called us and said, hey, man, uh, I'm, up, I'm up here to record. Where are you at? And he goes, I'm home. past five. I'll see you in the morning, 8 o'clock. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, 8 to 5. See you tomorrow. And he showed. He said, I showed up at 8 o'clock, and sure enough, he was there on time. He took an hour lunch break. When he was done, we went back to working. 5 o'clock. Didn't, he was like, I was in the middle of getting ready to like finish a new verse and working on some stuff we were doing. And it was like 5 o'clock, and he goes, all right, we'll do this in the morning. We'll finish it in the morning. And he was like, it was like I was blown away. He treats it like a job. So that's how Brandon Sanderson works. And so he goes through this whole spiel about apologizing, pulls out a stack of papers this big and goes, I wrote a book. He is in the middle of one of the largest high fantasy novel series in the world where every book released is about like three books stacked and he's got like, like what? Uh, okay, three books stacked. You maybe like give us some inches here because three books can be anything. It can be like the little like uh, good night moon. Three and like a half, that, that, three and a half to four inch thick books. Okay, there you go. Like thick. there you go. Let's give people an image. Every so every seri- every book in the series so far has been that big, and he's in the middle of that. He's in the middle of a white uh, young adult series that my son loves, which I actually like because I've been reading it. Um, he's four books into that. And what's funny is if you go to his website, he has progress bars of all the books that he's currently writing. And he's almost always writing three or four books. And 
he just has this on there. Well, he just, I wrote a book. I didn't tell anybody about it. I had an idea and I just started on it and it's, it's right here. Just needs to be edited. And I'm like, again, as somebody who's trying to write a book, it pissed me off. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, God damn, man, you were amazing. I can't imagine. Cause like you just go, like he just writes, he writes and writes and writes. If he just starts feeling burnt out, he, he cycles through his projects. He devotes X amount of time per project per day. And it just, it's his job. But he just dropped this freaking like mound of papers. And he goes, I wrote a book. I didn't tell anybody about it. And I promised you guys that I was fully focused on my books that everybody's waiting on that he, that he releases consistently. Yeah, he, he, he has did this one on to, the off hours. He, he did. He, he did. did ex, he, he did this. He's the, like, you know, I'm just going to write this, on my off this hours. This is too. what I'm envisioning him doing, sitting there and just, what you doing, honey? Oh, just added another chapter to this side project. And then got done and set it aside and just did it. I One of my favorite books, um, which I would I think you would love if you actually read it, it's the Demon Cycle series written by Peter V. Brett. Um, I was talking to him on Twitter one day, and uh, he was talking about how he was writing his the, his like third or fourth book in the series. He was, he'd finished it, um, got done on the, while well, he was finishing up on like a, a train ride uh, on his iPad. And I was like, my God, I could not type a fucking novel. And he goes, well, I did, I did um, the warded man all on my phone. He typed the entire book. He said on his iPhone while traveling between home on the subway, home and work every day. That was when he would write it. And that's how he wrote his whole first book. And I was like, and people are crazy. I'm like, how do you, I can't type two sentences without fucking up three words on my phone. And you just sat there and wrote a whole novel, a good whole novel, like whatever. Future Brandon has returned to modify and amend his complaint slash praise of Brandon Sanderson. So I didn't finish watching the full video when I saw it. I was in the middle of things. I watched to where he announced he read a, or written a book and I kind of just got my uh, my feelings about me and I only watched a little bit further and turned it off. Uh, so the this it actually ties into the Kickstarter that Sam was talking about, which I hadn't actually delved into as well either. So I effed up my whole spiel, but the fact still remains... Brandon Sanderson is an amazing author. Read his stuff. I do love him. He's a nice person. I've met him, talked to him several several times at different conventions. He's very knowledgeable. Uh, but in terms of his ability to just write and create, fuck Brandon Sanderson. So he he spent over the pandemic, he wrote five books, not one, five. He wrote one uh, for his wife that was just a present for her uh, because he was basically the, the time he spent on the road, which he had determined was one third of every year he spent on the road. And the rest of the, the two thirds were split up between writing and family time. Well, apparently with the pandemic in full effect, uh, he decided to write a book for his wife. She liked it. She convinced him to share it with everybody. Um, and in the meantime, he uh, rejuvenated his love for writing because he was just writing to write. Nobody knew about it. It wasn't anything he was under pressure on. He was utilizing time that he wasn't using for anything else. And over the span of a year and a half, two years, he, he wrote four more novels on top of the ones for his wife. And it's it just blows my mind that this man is able to do this and do it well. Not just like he releases books and it's not just a half-assed, oh, so-and-so released another Goosebumps book, which not to knock Goosebumps, they're good for what they are. <laughs> or John Grisham releases a, seems to release a new book every year. Um, but it's just, they're so high quality. Um, but to to tack on to the Kickstarter thing, he's doing a year of Sanderson or review or um, Kickstarter, and I highly suggest look into it. Uh, just Google Brandon Sanderson on Kickstarter and you'll find it. So basically every quarter they're going to release each one of the, the books he wrote and you can get it towards just audio uh, or where it's just an ebook. You can get an ebook and an audio, you can get an ebook audio hardcover. Um, and they're going to release those quarterly, but then they came up with a year of Sanderson and it gets you swag boxes that are related to all his other books. And you basically can get a release every month of the year next year in 2023. 
Go look it up. It's amazing. He writes great stuff. Uh, too efficiently, too well. Fuck Brandon Sanderson. I love you, Brandon. If you ever hear this, please come on our show. Well, I went all way off on a tangent. There. It's okay. That's all right. Um, That's why people listen to the show. Yeah, I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> Anyways, uh, real quick, Elden Ring, I've played a little bit of it. I've said this. Um, I think I'm going to enjoy it when I play it. Um, there, It seems very more user-friendly. I can't wait to hear the the response when I come back and you are fully <laughs> into it. And you're like, fuck this game. <laughs> well, luckily, luckily, I have Souls games experiences, so I know... I know the proper way to play right. them, um, unlike some other people we know. Um, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, the little I've played, watching Dave play was fun because other than him going on his little escapades while we were doing stuff, just watching him play, I was like, man. Yeah. I, I wish I was done with Horizon so I can jump into this, but I need mm-hmm. to finish Horizon before I move on. So you keep talking to me about how you're like this close. Yeah. But I've also read a lot of hot takes that have people being like people, you know, I, they don't like souls, didn't like a souls game. They didn't like any of the souls games. And then they bought Elden ring because of the hype. And then they're surprised when they didn't like it. And I'm like, I, I'm afraid that that will be me where I think there's a possibility that that could be different is that with it being open world and kind of a little bit more of like, Hey, you're just exploring and you're not told anything right. that it could be a little bit more exciting to just kind of go and just say, man, I had this experience and, and then have that discussion with like you and be right. like, what happened to you? And be like, what? Right. When did that happen? Where'd you go? But and see in the, the benefit to this game as opposed to other souls born games are you're kind of fed in a direction in those games go this way. You know what I mean? Whereas this is literally a huge map and it's, mm go do things and you come up across an encounter you don't have to keep trudging forward run away exactly find something else to do level up get your shit together figure it out and go back and do it again well and i've kind of decided well one of the things that i think i might do is there is a dark souls game on game pass and i'm just like you know what which one's on game pass uh one or two maybe but i was like maybe i'll download those are those are unforgiving maybe i'll download it Give it a try and just kind of like see like even knowing what a Souls game is now. Because I think the first one I really played was Demon Souls. Demon Souls. And when I was just like, that skeleton that was hiding like around that oh, bend to, always the fucking to kick me off the ledge, was that was so cheap. This is a joke. I hate this game. This is ridiculous. I'm done. Um, but now knowing like the Souls game's prolific history of being cheap and that's like... That's just part of the game now. Go into point. it knowing. Yeah, and knowing yeah. that of just like, hey, this is what's going to happen and to expect it and just say, be prepared for it. And if that does happen, it's almost like playing Splunky 2. I know that I'm going to mess yeah, up. Yeah, you know you know the crux yeah, of it. You I know, know exactly. And knowing that of just like, if I go into that and just be like, okay, I'm just going to be like, hey, if it happens, it happens. I lose stuff. I'm going to have to try to you know get better at this game. Um, if I can get through that, I feel like, okay. Elden Ring may be something I would enjoy. And I, I, my only other fear as well is that some people have said in some like small ways compared to, to like Breath of the Wild a little bit with like being open world and some of the encounters you can kind of like come upon and everything. And believe it or not, I like I fell off of Breath of the Wild. I don't know. It just didn't. Same. Really? I, I only went back through to beat it to beat it. Wow. I didn't know that you fell off of it, too. I don't know why it didn't hook me. But it just, I, I don't know. At, the, at some point, it felt like all I was doing was the same thing. Really? And I don't know why. Like, because if anything, Breath of the Wild, it's it's Horizon. It's Ghost of Tsushima. It's this, you've, you've got a huge playground with a whole full shit. Go do it. And it's like, I hit a point where I'm like, I don't know if there was just too much of like space between fights or well, and that's what I wondered too. Is it was it too reliant on the crafting of you know like weapons broke a lot and it got a little annoying. Yeah, it was one of those that I was just like, I don't, I'm not really having a ton of fun being like, oh, cool, like this thing that I have, I'm saving because it's like a good weapon, but it's like a couple hits and it could be gone. And I'm right. just like, I don't know. And then like, yeah, the expansive like world was like, wow, it is pretty cool. You can go anywhere. And there are surprises and things that are kind of cool where I'm like, wow, I found a fairy fountain. Like this is yeah. pretty neat. And but, it's beautiful. And it does look really great for the art style it chose. But then like, maybe it was just like the thing, like it just didn't give me enough, like 
uh, excitement to keep going right. again. I'd be like, okay. I think it relied a little too heavy on the Nintendo formula of not Maybe. going outside of its box. Because it, it, it in and of itself is different than Zelda. Yeah. So yeah. add that to the fact that, so okay, this is new, but how long does that newness feel new? Mm. And I think it hit a point, it was a lot of hours in, but I was like... Yeah, me too. I was just like, I stopped playing it, and I remember Austin was like, when are you going to beat Breath of the Wild? And it was one day I was like, I never beat Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Well, shit, I got to beat Beth well, of Breath of the Wild. And I think there's like the part two, like, you know, not that this is like has to happen in Zelda games, but it's like you didn't really get any new tools. You like kind yeah. of were like, hey, here's your, you know, your inventory this is what you have available to you and it's like the powers that you had like the four i'm like they weren't really that exciting or dynamic to me and i'm just like i don't know like i i think i'd most enjoy finding something that was like brand new or something that like in the horizon i'm like what's that what's that and i just i kind of that like fell off of me for a little after a while i was just like i'm not as excited to like go find stuff so i don't know breath of the wild or no oh here is zelda the Rod of Death, made by FromSoft. Right. Oh, man. You know how much people, like... Oh, they'd lose their shit. Oh, man, they would go nuts. Like, that would be the ge- best game for of the oh, century. I'm sure it would. So. Um, but speaking of Breath of the Wild 2, uh, last thing... Look I'm at gonna, that segue. The, you, you're nailing the segues tonight. Right. Um, we don't need you, Jeff. More <laughs> we didn't need you here to talk about... Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jeff, who's a friend and been on the show before, will... Um, was supposed to be on tonight. We've moved him to next week. That's right. Um, he's going to come on. He, now he's devoted some time to Elden Ring. Um, he also. I would love to hear what he has to say. Right. I um, I'm going to try and get uh, Chris Camler on, who was on um, an episode a long time ago, um, to talk because it had no experience with with Souls games, and against my wesh, my better judgment of telling him not to, he got the game and jumped into it. He, he bought into the hype. Um, he bought into the hype. Uh, and uh, so we're going to have him come on, let them to compare notes and talk wait. about. I'm really excited about that episode because I just, I, I want to hear a newbie's take. Right. And I want to hear somebody that like loves these games and knows what they're all about. Um, Jeff's also big into fighting. I want to get his thoughts on um, uh, Street Fighter 6 and what he's looking, what his expectations are, what he wants. What do you think? Of Street Fighter 6? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to do, do art style based off of the trailer i i feel like they've switched the art style up every couple mm-hmm. and i'm like well do you play any of the street fighter yes i was stuff? i was really big into street fighter when i was younger um i was really big into the newest one when it released the problem was i remember there were so many games that were released around the time i fell off of it which now that i'm talking out loud i might want to download that on my ps5 and give it a go just to freaking play some street fighter play against austin because i think he would be like <laughs> Austin always gets real smarmy when he when we play fighting games, and then he gets so pissed. You gotta put him just, in his place. Well, yeah, when I put him in his place. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but we'll we're gonna have them on next week. I think that'll be a fun episode to talk about that stuff. Absolutely. Um. Nintendo looks like it might have its best year on the Switch since launch. Um. I'm not gonna list all these games that I put on here, but releasing this year is a new Kirby game, which I'm excited for. Um. They're bringing back sports which was the old Nintendo Wii Sports. They're releasing it on Switch. Are you a little iffy about that? Yeah. Um, Mario Strikers, which I guess I've never heard of Mario Strikers, but I the amount of feedback I've gotten from friends have been like, all right. Yeah, I'm it wasn't little... my favorite Mario Sports game, to be fair. No? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was okay. But I mean, I know that people, there's a fervor for oh, right. Mario Sports games. Yeah. Um, new Fire Emblem, with Three Hopes, which is based off of the Three Houses stuff, which I am excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me back up a little bit. Kirby, March 25th. Switch Sports, April 29th. Strikers, June 10th. Fire Emblem, June 24th. Splatoon 2, some three. Splatoon 3, sometimes this summer. Yeah. Z- I'm kind of excited about that. I oh, like the... Uh, Austin is... Yeah, I like the through second the, Splatoon 2. Through, through the roof. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 in September. Mario and Rabbid, Spark of Hope, I thought had already released, <laughs> but I guess they pushed okay. it. Um, Bayonetta 3, uh, at some point. Pokemon, a new mainline Pokemon that's not being released on a handheld, a standard Nintendo handheld console, um, Scarlet and Violet, which they showed the, uh, have you seen the starter Pokemon? They look very cartoon. 
They're what? So Austin says they're adorable. Now, Austin is a new Pokemon player. So are, so is Logan. I am friends with old school Pokemon friends or players who freaking hate the designs because they're too kitty looking to like, I mean, they all look kitty. Like did, in did you general, guys, did he get the Arceus or whatever? We have not gotten Arceus because I've heard that like a lot of people like it. We really want it, and I've heard nothing but great things yep. about it. But Arceus came out this year. I heard that's the uh, Elden Ring of the Elden Ring, the, right? The Pokemon world. Um, and then, at the end, sometime at the end of the year, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I don't sequel. think it's happening. You don't think it's going to happen? No, They've been saying it's going to happen for no. like the last year. You know Miyamoto is like that crew? Is, like is, Ra- is is this their Ragnarok? You yeah. don't think it's going to happen at all? Yeah, I, I don't think it's... I think they're not going to release it till it's, like, perfect. And we do still live in a world where COVID exists, and I think things haven't Especially gotten, in that part exactly. of the world. Exactly. And, I mean, and just with what is going on within the world right now, I think that could maybe cause some... Just... I, I don't know that it's going to cause specific delays, but I don't know that it's going to make the, the unrest that the world is experiencing right now any better. Um, so I think it could possibly be pushed. If it releases... That lineup, do you think it's their yeah, strongest that's a, lineup? That's a pretty good... Because like, Animal Crossing was going to be yeah. big, but it was never going to be that big without COVID. It's just my personal take. Like, It's a good game, but if had COVID not been there and people not been stuck in their house, it wouldn't have blown up. I don't feel it had blown up as big as it did immediately. Yeah. So I think that's kind of probably been their biggest release purely because of COVID um, outside of Breath of the Wild. So I'm just... They have at least three to four heavy hitters on this list that can do a lot. But they don't have Turok Dinosaur Hunter and that. Isn't that owned by Microsoft now? <laughs> I just don't. Did, so you, did say, you play the first one? Oh, I did. I okay. loved the first one on the it's Nintendo 64. Ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Um, I remember being like, whoa, so look I meant at to, this. I meant to post something in the group chat. Did you see that uh, IGN was doing the best Nintendo bracket, Nintendo console of all time? Uh-oh. We're down to the final two consoles, the Nintendo Switch and the Super Nintendo. Yep, makes sense. That's the two I'd probably put. Who do you think was had the most votes? I bet the Switch is going to hedge it out, maybe. Well, the Super Nintendo had about a third more votes. Really? Wow. And so, which, which wow. I voted for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, nostalgia factor of that alone, um, I got to say. Oh, you don't have the oh, yeah. volume. Ah. You guys say what? Say that, what'd be, you say? It wouldn't be a show if wow, wow. <laughs> it wouldn't be a show if we didn't have one uh, one volume. Forget to turn issue. the volume. Yeah, misuse and everything. All right, sir. So we'll plan for next week. Talking to Jeff, I'll get. I'll see if I can get uh, old fake Ned on here to talk about his take. Do you have yeah. something to add? I do have something to add. So before we go. For our oh our game, game of the club. month, I knew yeah, I forgot to add something. Club. So la- so I have two that I'm looking at, and I sent them okay. to you. There's one called Wild at Heart that's kind of like a Pikmin type game, and then there's another one that I looked at called Far Changing Tides. Both of them look interesting to me. I think I'm going to go with Far Changing Tides for okay. one reason. Okay, it's shorter. It's shorter. So it's shorter. I think it could actually be maybe like a two or three play sessions sit down and be done with. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, and where I did play a little bit of wild at heart um, and I liked it. Um, I could tell that like there'd be other things distracting us where this could be like a, Hey, a uh, couple plays and I'm like through it and we can have a little discussion about it. So okay. for those of you that are interested and, in playing with us and guardians of the galaxy is also on game pass this month. Are uh, you going to delve into it? Yeah, I think we okay. should. I think that actually should maybe be our next one. Okay. So for, I think, for the next month, yeah. For April? Yeah. Okay. Well, is it, oh, my gosh. It's March. Yep. This is March. Yeah. So what's the name of it again? Far Changing Tides. Far it's Changing on, Tides. It's on Xbox Game Pass. I'm curious if it's on PlayStation now because some, sometimes yeah, those smaller sometimes games. Sometimes they fall over yeah, or they cross over and everything. Um, but like I said, it's it's not as long of a game as some of the others. And I know there's lots of heavy hitting games right now. What's the um, game type? Um, kind of like Shipbuilder okay. uh, Journey. That's all I know. I watched a little bit of it. And, and you hate Journey. I know. It's literally the worst dog turd. It doesn't say. I've ever seen in my life. No comment. Um, like really? I'm actually just saying it to just I know. be annoying at this point. It, it doesn't say it's on PlayStation now, but yeah. it doesn't. It's only $20, which 
Death's Door was $20, so it's staying within the same price range that exactly. we're trying to keep these type of games. All right, Far Changing Tides. I will download it tides. tonight. Yep. Sir, it's nice talking to you as always. And likewise. And everybody, enjoy your games. Enjoy your games.